Hey, it's Jordan. I am uh, happy to be joined by Jimmy Dore, uh, the legendary comic and YouTube star. Uh, I wanted to first ask you two questions. One, uh, who's going to attack us first, Russia or Iran? And two, how close are you to completing your bunker in your Los Angeles home? Well, um, who's going to attack us first? I think uh, Russia already attacked us. They did a coup on our election. That's right. They did a bloodless coup. I don't know if you know that, Jordan. <laughs> So now then it's going to probably be Honduras and then Iran. And uh, so what's funny is I just dropped a video about the Iran uh, conflict. And what the Iran conflict is, is that these neocons and neoliberals have wanted to take over the world. And uh, General Wesley Clark announced it on Democracy Now! Uh, some 12 or 13 years ago. And uh, everybody knows what the, the, the game is up now. And so people voted for Trump because they thought he was an anti-interventionist. And I think he actually was when he went in. I don't know how much ideology he had, but the, as Chuck Schumer said, the intelligence community has six ways to Sunday to mess with him. And that's exactly what Russiagate was. That's what the dossier was. That was for him to get his mind right. And uh, it seems like he's getting his mind right as far as the military industrial complex goes. Well, I also think that you have every day this this theater now, Pelosi first Trump and, you know, cover up and this and that. Trump, uh, I don't actually think has an ideology. So if he thinks it would help him and you have all these Democrats basically pushing his buttons, uh, he could pull a po George Bush and, you know, George Bush with the surge before 2004. And you're not a patriot if you want to uh, toss me out. of You know, remember when he said to Kerry, uh, you know. It's, it's un-American to, to be against our troops and this and that. So I think it's very dangerous what they're doing. They're continuing with the Russia gate. I mean, they wanted the Mueller report. The Mueller report came out. I read it. It, it, shows, he's, it shows he's shady, but nothing we didn't know. Yeah, uh, you know, he's shady, unlike every other person in, in Washington, D.C., and including the guy who investigated him. <laughs> so they're all criminals. They're all shady. Uh you know, I had a point I wanted to make, and now I forgot what it was. What, what was your question? Basically, they're provoking him. I think oh. if, if he feels like he's going to lose or if he feels like he's under oh, siege, yeah. he will have a distraction. He has no problem starting a war, House of Cards style, to get so, reelected. So what I, yeah, so what is, what's been happening, and you mentioned this in your question, was that is people from the left or people who cl claim to be on the left attacking Trump repeatedly, almost exclusively from the right. Mm. And so that's what you're talking about. So they, they've, he's got to prove that he's not in a Putin puppet or a red or that he's not a Manchurian candidate. And so they want him to ramp up again on the border with Russia. They want him to bomb Syria. And now what are they going to say about Iran, you know? Uh, it doesn't matter that he's already bombed their client state, uh, Syria. It doesn't matter that he's already tried to overthrow another client state in in uh, Venezuela uh, that Putin doesn't want. doesn't matter that he pulled out of the missile treaty that Putin also does. doesn't matter that he's trying to uh, uh, kill that gas, uh, gas pipeline that Russia wants with Germany. It doesn't matter. So uh, they keep attacking him from the right. The, including the intelligence community, right? And so this is what we're left with. We're left with a guy who everybody says is a maniac, and they want to have uh, more bomb people more. And so now this is what's going to happen with Iran. Now everybody wanted Barack because Iran 
Syria, Russia, they're aligned, right? Now, Israel, Saudi Arabia, not a friend of Iran, which is why we're not a friend of Iran, which is why we already overthrew their government. Um, so it, it, I do think that there, there may be a war with Iran, though. I'm no kidding around. It looks he's got the people in there, John Bolton. You know, Trump says he doesn't want it, but then why did you hire John Bolton? Well, uh, some people say he hired him to appease those crazy people who've been attacking him as a Russian and a red and all this stuff. And and so now he's stuck with John Bolton. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he really wants to. I don't again, like you said, Jordan, I don't think Trump has an ideology. And I think he goes with whatever which way the wind is blowing. Right. And as you pointed out in your stand up act, what is Iran going to do surrounded by 15,000 U.S. bases? I mean, yeah. <laughs> their their economy has been shattered by our crippling sanctions. What exactly is the threat? We have corporate outlets, uh, you know, regurgitating the CIA, telling them, oh, Iran attacked a ship of ours or something like that with no evidence. If this isn't deja vu to 2002, I don't know what is. So it'd be it'd be interesting if Trump decided to do a preemptive war, huh? <laughs> we haven't heard preemptive war in a while and people forget what that is, I'll remind them. That's that means the United States gets to invade and kill other people in oil rich countries. And they say it's because you look like you were going to attack us first. So so we didn't we couldn't take that chance. And we just decided to do it. By the way, that's illegal. That's mm. that those are that's not OK. You can't do that. Uh, you can't do preemptive war in your, your real life. You can't walk up to someone and punch them in the face and say, you look like you're going to hit me later. You know, so you can't do that internationally either. Those are war crimes. That's illegal wars. But apparently it's okay to do illegal wars. You get to go dance with Ellen afterwards. As long as you don't like Donald Trump, that's okay. Right. And you mentioned law. That's my next question. So you have Nancy Pelosi standing up there. She says Trump is in the middle of a cover-up and we need to follow the rule of law. Meanwhile, you have a fake ambassador and the Secret Service kicking out illegally, uh, you know, Code Pink, Code Pink and other uh, protectors that have permission to be in the Venezuelan embassy from the elected government. So they have rule of law. They care about rule of law when it involves like social media trolling from Russia and things like that. Right. But not when it involves sovereign, you know, the sovereign rights of Venezuela, whether you like their leader or not. It seems like rule of law is kind of a, you know, little show. It's for show. Uh, there is no rule of law. And it's the Democratic Party basically cheering when Republicans break the rule of law. Sure. It's uh, it's a rule of law for everybody else and selective enforcement for the oligarchs. Right. So, yeah, there's there's you know, the thing about Nancy Pelosi, people forget. First of all, she's to the right of Trump voters. Mm. Trump voters want to want to end the war. She doesn't. Trump voters want to uh, regulate Wall, Wall Street. She doesn't. Trump voters, Trump, Trump voters are for single payer health care. She's not. Trump voters are for a Green New Deal. She's not. Trump voters are for free college. She's not. So the Democratic leadership is to the right of Trump voters. So just not not to the right of Trump, again, because Trump doesn't really have an ideology, but his voters do. And so just that uh, people need to keep that in mind. Another thing people need to keep in mind about Nancy Pelosi is that if she thinks that Donald Trump is a traitor to this country and a Putin puppet, which she has said, but she also isn't going to impeach him. And she's also going to vote a couple hundred extra billion dollars for his war machine. So to give this guy who's a traitor to, the, the right to go use anywhere he wants, that shows you that Nancy Pelosi is a corrupt liar. 
And I don't use those words lightly. Sometimes I do. I'm not this time. <laughs> she is a corrupt liar uh, to the nth degree. Uh, and who is she lying to? She's lying to you, the Democrat. She's lying to the Democratic voter. She's not lying to Ch Tucker Carlson or Mitch McConnell. She's lying to you uh, when she says that Trump is a Putin puppet and a, and, a, and a Manchurian candidate. Because if she really thought that, it would be her duty to impeach that guy. And, but no, she's going to go, well, I'm going to let him uh, run our military. <laughs> that does, those two things are incongruent. And that's how you know Nancy Pelosi is a lying, corrupt liar. And when you look at it, I mean, we know the polls, you've done videos and I've done videos, are basically polling pretty much everyone over 50 and ignoring people under 50. But it's like Joe Biden thinks it's a good idea to just run Hillary Clinton's campaign. His slogan is unity. Hillary Clinton stronger together. He is doing fundraisers with Goldman Sachs, Comcast, and the rest. He doesn't yes. have any actual policy. It's all about, I think, actually, I've heard jokes, make America normal again. That, that's his slogan. So you're going to be blamed. I'm going to be blamed. And all these people that critique the Democratic Party when Trump gets reelected. But is it a good idea, essentially, to run the campaign, take the money, which is publicly available information, and have no policy other than unity, let's Trump's the Antichrist? It seems like... Maybe they have learned something and they just don't care. It seems like they're basically running the same strategy just with someone with a long... Honestly, he's got a longer record than her. He was in the Senate since the 70s. And every single day, new clips come out that when the people of Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio see that from Trump, who's a good campaigner, he's a good salesman, I, I think it would be a bloodbath, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Well, first of all, the thing you have to remember is Joe Biden would rather have Donald Trump president than Bernie Sanders. And that's not hyperbole. That's a fact. Uh, so would Hillary Clinton. So would the DNC, which is why they cheated Bernie Sanders in the first place. Uh, and if you need more proof of this, Donnie Deutsch, which is a host on MSNBC, CNBC, he's been a fixture on those networks for the last over decade. Uh and he's a perfect, great representation of the plutocrats. Uh, he admitted to Joe Scarborough that if it if Bernie was the nominee, he's going to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, that's an MSNBC host, right? So these, so that's the thing I think you're missing, or everybody seems. I'm not saying you're missing. I'm, I'm saying people seem to be missing about Joe Biden is that he doesn't really give a fuck if he beats Donald Trump or not. He'd like to, it'd be great, but if he doesn't, that's okay, as long as he beats Bernie Sanders. And that, again, this is not hyperbole, this is not over-the-top talk, this is a fucking fact, because, Bernie's, because Bernie Sanders upsets the whole apple cart and he wrecks their game. Uh, Donald Trump in power helps them. They can fundraise like crazy off, off of him, and that's all Nancy Pelosi ever talks about. Why are you a good politician? Because she's a top fundraiser, and that's why they fear her. That's what she says. Those are her words. She doesn't care about policy either. Again, she's to the, the Democratic leadership, meaning Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, are to the right of Trump voters. And now you know why half the country doesn't vote, and our country is in the fucked-up handbasket it's in. And also, if Trump remains president, the stock market continues doing very well because he does That's the right. same Republican tax cut shit as everybody else. And there you go. The donors keep donating to the Democratic Party. It's one big racket. Speaking of the Democratic Party, uh, I did a story this week because apparently nobody looks. The new finance chair of the Democratic Party, which is number two to Tom Perez, he is a mega donor to Debbie Wasserman Schultz. He has called in the past Hillary Clinton like a big sister to him. 
<laughs> he fundraised for Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton millions, gave 150000 to the Clinton Foundation, and just gave to Kamala Harris and will not answer me if he gave to Joe Biden before he became DNC finance chair. Now, Tom Perez keeps leading with his values and saying they're neutral, but if this guy is in the position to create joint fundraising committees, which Politico called a money laundering scandal in 2016 with Hillary Clinton and the DNC, does that come off as neutral to you? And why is it Bernie Sanders' campaign, A, answering me for this story, and B, coming out and saying, no, 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 no. A Hillary, Debbie Wasserman Schultz supporter can't be the number two at the DNC. So that your question of so you've asked the Bernie Sanders campaign for comment on this and they they're not giving one. No. And they're and also, question, frankly, uh, I was going to ask you later, not saying anything about the Julian Assange. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big Bernie guy, but when he's wrong, he's wrong. Uh, right. They haven't said anything regarding uh, this finance chair, which clearly if they're being neutral, you can't bring Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Hillary Clinton's financial sugar daddy in, uh, you know, financial sugar daddy, uh, and say you're neutral. I mean, James Zogby, DNC member, Bernie supporter, he just said on the record to me, absolutely nothing has changed. This is nonsense that they're neutral. So it, it's very surprising to me. I think they're trying to run, you know, the same old positive campaign. I don't know when they're waiting to take the gloves off. It seems like similar Quite mistakes. It. That's really that's really funny that the, Dem the DNC is doing the exact same thing, considering the big price they had to pay to doing it, Bernie, the first time. <laughs> oh, except they, except they didn't have to pay any price, and Bernie never held their feet to the fire, and Bernie just turned around and supported the problem, and that gave us Donald Trump. Um, and he's going to do it again. He's going to, you know, I used to make that joke. I wanted to, I, I wanted to get Bernie on my show so I could ask him when they cheat you this time. Are you going to tell people to vote for Joe Biden? Well, son of a bitch, he already said he would. He already signed that pledge. He already gave a speech in Texas. And uh, the chief uh, strategist, Waleed Shaheed, for the Justice Democrats, already pledged his vote to Joe fucking Biden two years ahead of time, which is exactly how you lose any power in a primary when you do stuff like that. So usually people like Waleed Shaheed are very smart, much smarter than me. But even someone as dumb as me can see that that is a losing strategy. And that's why I call it out, because someone if I know it's a stupid thing to do, then fucking sure as shit, he knows it's a stupid thing to do. And they're doing it anyway. And I think what they're banking on is that Bernie's going to win so overwhelmingly that uh, they won't be able to cheat him this time. I think that's what they're banking on. Do you think that's going to happen, Jordan? No, because I think election fraud is a thing. I think That's voter suppression is a thing. I, I think corporate media uh, calling elections while Bernie's down <laughs> one-tenth of a percentage is a thing. And, I, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, Jimmy, but you tell me why Eric Stahlwall, Jay Inslee, uh, Tim Murphy, and all of these people with negative 1% are running. Do they really? Obviously, they well, know they don't maybe. have a chance. Is it to maybe have so many people that no one gets enough delegates and who votes on the second ballot? Superdelegates. Well, I don't, you know, you know me, I hate to pat myself on the back. Obviously. But uh, <laughs> uh, when immediately when they announced that the, the, the reform committee came up with this idea that no superdelegates in the first round were pushed into the second, immediately I go, well, they're just going to find a way to push it to the second round. And that's exactly what's happening. So that's why you got every jag off in the world, people with absolutely no chance. But Bill de Blasio. 
uh, doesn't even his uh, uh, the people in New York don't even 78 percent of the people of New York don't want him to run. He's running. This is exactly what's this is the plan. The plan is to find a way by rook or by crook to get it to the second round. So then the super delegates get to choose. And that's that's the country we're living in. And and hopefully Bernie does win so overwhelmingly. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I mean, people forget how they exactly the you know talk about the media. They're already doing it. Front page New York Times articles red baiting Bernie Sanders. Uh, remember, sixteen articles and sixteen or negative articles in sixteen hours at the Washington Post. This is really happening. All right. So the fake news is coming from the New York Times and the Washington Post and MSNBC and CNN, just as usual. Do you think MSNBC re retracted their uh, their order to not cover Bernie Sanders from twenty sixteen? Do you think they said it's okay now after they fired Ed Schultz for covering Bernie Sanders? Do you think everything's okay now over there? So I don't know. Maybe maybe you know someone who has a contract with MSNBC. You could ask them how they uh, how they uh, commingle that with their conscience. Right. And I tweeted out earlier. You know, they do segments on. Wouldn't it be nice? Uh, wouldn't it be nice if we had somebody with military experience uh, to be president uh, in these times of Iran and this and that? They mentioned Pete Buttigieg. They failed to mention Tulsi Gabbard, who I'm sure you, I'm sure you saw uh, the Daily Beast did a piece basically saying three donors who are not raving, starking mad about Russia are, quote, underwriting her campaign. I wanted to ask you, do you think her on a debate stage? I mean, we have seen some crazier things, you know, Howard Dean for a while. He was a nobody. And then he got some kind of momentum there in 2004. Do you think Tulsi Gabbard actually offering something different on that debate stage could rise in the polls or are they basically going to tie her to every communist government known to man uh, and basically knock her out uh, even more? Of course she would rise in the polls, which is exactly why they're doing all this stuff to her and why they leave her out of every news article unless it's a negative thing to include her in. Right. I just did this. They had all the women running for the Democrat yesterday. Headline in the HuffPo. Uh, they had every woman running for the Democratic nomination except Tulsi Gabbard. On their head, there was their front page headline, and it was about abortion. And it, it just so the reason why I know she would rise in the polls if she got in the debates and people get to see her is because they're so afraid of that happening that they have to preemptively smear her, which is exactly what's happening. So they know the power of social media too now, right? Which is why they've tried to. Uh, smear people like me and take the power. And so that's what another function of Russiagate uh, was to expand the security state's uh, uh, control over social media because they saw what happened in 2016. They froze Bernie Sanders out of the Washington Post, New York Times, uh, and CNN and MSNBC, but he went around them, right? He went to places like the Young Turks, shows like this show, you covered him. So things like that and, and, and Twitter and Facebook. And now they're used. So now they have more control of all of that stuff, makes it way harder for a guy like Bernie. And so he probably doesn't even know that because uh, Bernie's, <laughs> Bernie's he's not the best at picking advisors. He, he got rid of some shitty ones. And I hopefully the people he, the new people he brought in are better. Uh, but he definitely was out of touch last time. You know, he didn't do the Young Turk show until March of 2016. That's how fucking out of touch they were. Did you know that? I remember because I was in the green room with his advisor at the time, and he said, oh, we're trying to get that L.A. Times uh, endorsement. And I was like, this guy doesn't get it. fucking idiot. They're yeah. idiots. Bernie had idiots running his campaign, and hope, again, he got rid of a, a couple of them, and so hopefully the people he's hired this time are better I, fingers crossed, you know, and Bernie's not a genius either. He's just a guy. He's like a guy like me, which is why I was so attracted to him. He's just a guy with the courage to tell the truth because he's not bought. 
Right. Right. So he's going to make a lot of mistakes. And that's why we're here to call him out to try to get him back online. Like when he doesn't mention Julian Assange and when he doesn't say stuff about the DNC is cheating him again. They're cheating Democrats right here in California right now. Right now they're cheating. Uh, Bernie said the biggest Democratic organization outside the DNC is the California Democratic Party, and we should turn out to take it over. We turned out to take it over in 2017. We voted progressive delegates in. They cheated us at the convention. They're doing it now. They're pre-cheating us. We all just voted a couple of weeks ago, and they're already cheating. They're not waiting for the convention this time. So the, I, 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 this idea that so if Bernie doesn't win, then what has he built over these last four years. What has he built? Nothing, except he sheep-herded a bunch of progressives into a party that's bent on cheating them. Mm. Thanks for having me, buddy, and I'd love to do it again. Wonderful. Thanks for, thanks for joining me, Jimmy. Okay. Hope you enjoyed that last video. Hop on over to statusquo.com where you can sign up for our email list and become a member for as low as 5 to $10 a month. Membership is how we grow. That's statuscoup.com slash join. And remember, join our email list so we can grow the revolution with you.